Somebody got the wee-woos, Miss Sydney? Yeah. They, they got, got the wee-woos. They got the wee-woos. God. Another one bites the dust. Mm. What's up, everybody? I am your host, War Mothershed, and this is the War Ready Podcast. I have a special guest for you guys today. We've got the lovely Miss Sydney here with us. Um, she is my girlfriend and a phenomenal partner who has helped me out through so much these past couple months. And we wanted to do something a little different today. Um, a lot of the things that I've been telling you about as far as my injury goes has impacted a lot of my life, especially the simple necessities of getting groceries. So we wanted to show you what that was like and also take a moment to get to know her. So stick around. Okay, so we are back. Grocery shopping complete. Now you know what it looks like to grocery shop with Kane. Um, so, Miss Sydney, let's talk about you. So, tell us a little about yourself. Like, um, what do you do? I'm a counselor. Okay, how long have you been doing that? Um, officially about a year now. Really? So what made you want to get into counseling? Um, whenever I was younger, it was a lot of trauma growing up, and I had a counselor who was like an undercover counselor way back when, and uh, <laughs> and um, they really helped me through a lot of stuff without me even knowing like what their job description was, and so I wanted to be somebody like that for kids, teenagers, things like that. That's pretty amazing. So, after, you know, going to school for how many years? Six. Six years. After going to school for six years, I'm sure there's probably some student loans in there and, you know, getting your degree. What, uh, what was the goal after that? Um, basically, it was to work at a facility for a year and some change, and then hopefully start my own private practice. Private practice. Okay. So what made you want to get into private practice? Um, I've just worked for a lot of companies and there's a part of me that wants to take everything that I've learned from all of those different companies and incorporate it into a practice specifically for people and maybe then also add a couple of my own flares to it. Um, Insurance is kind of a pain in the buns, and so <laughs> hopefully finding a common balance between that so that more people can get the help that they need that actually want it. Trust and believe after all the hoops I've had to jump through insurance-wise and the pain my buns have had from the stomach bug, I know. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. So with you wanting to start your own practice, if you say, I don't know, could change one thing across the board for all therapists for mental health companies, what would it be? For therapists, I would say because I'm currently in the candidate process, it would be to make the candidate process a lot less of a pain to go through because what a lot of people don't know when they go into counseling is that you have to do some unpaid work um, after you do unpaid work, you have to get 3,000 hours of candidacy, which basically means that you're under a supervisor for, I think, approximately about three years. 
And during that time, we can only have a select amount of clients. And a lot of them are clients that don't really want to do therapy, don't really like to show up. Uh, a lot of them are DHS-forced clients. Um, so you are basically living paycheck to paycheck really? as an adult. Yeah. With a master's? Yeah. That's crazy to me because, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but you go to school and get a doctorate in medicine, you don't have to go through that same process. Yeah. Correct. Well, from what I know, I don't have my doctorate in medicine, so maybe that's not the case. But um, whenever they say at least they go to school and get a master's, does not mean you're going to be making the big bucks, especially not in counseling. Man, that is so crazy to me because, you know, looking at all the therapists that I've seen, doctors I've seen, you know, you always see them as making it, but it is also their professional face, the professional settings. It's always nice to get a more personal or in-depth feel of like who they are behind their their name tag, their their lab coats and whatnot. Yeah, a lot of counselors have gone through it, and so I've been fortunate enough to have some supervisors. Oh, that's another thing. So <laughs> I've been fortunate enough to have some supervisors that understand like the struggle of going through this candidacy process, and they're actually like not charging me to do supervision which a lot of supervisors could charge you weekly supervision ranging from like 50 to like 175 dollars a week and you have to have supervision for the candidacy process so let me get this straight you have to work at this job under supervision take your paycheck pay your now supervisor to supervise you so you can eventually do their job What the f**k? Like, that, that is just, that makes absolutely no sense to me. I mean, I'm sure that the process of being a counselor is difficult because of the high rate of not so great mental health professionals, and they really just want to weed out all the bad eggs, but I mean, I feel like the 500 hours of unpaid work that you do in graduate school plus going to graduate school and how halfway working I feel like that's about enough <laughs> to, to you know determine whether or not you actually want to do things and help people yeah I mean that's hard because I know it's important to weed out the people that generally aren't in it for the right reasons but even then there's so many doctors that still do it for the money that still do it for the status or just the opportunities that can to connect them with other people and it's just sad to see you know somebody that you know you could have had big aspirations for you know oh my god so and so came out of this podo play she's going to be a therapist she's going to do all these great things and then you see the the master's degree and think that they finally reached the the finish line and really they're just getting started if there was something you had to change about the the candidacy process or at least as regarding the supervision process what would you do uh, well i would definitely make candidacy and supervision free However, if I was working for a company or if I had supervisors working for that company, during their supervision process, they would get a pay raise um, for, their, for their services because supervisors are basically allowing you to work under their license. So if I screw up, it ruins their license. 
And so you deserve to get paid for what you do. You get to, you deserve to get paid for being a good supervisor. Now, you also get paid for being a good supervisor. And I say that because there are a lot of supervisors that just want to supervise so that they can get money from the candidate, which kind of sucks because the candidate just got out of all kinds of hardships. Like I worked a full-time job while doing, um, graduate school and then also doing 500 hours I believe of an unpaid internship and so <laughs> it was not money was not good and so coming out of that to go in and have somebody even tell me that $50 a week I need to pay them for supervision was not that I didn't want to because they don't deserve it but just that it was not obtainable to do it's not something that I can do I don't have a hundred dollars actually $200 every month to give to somebody for supervision. So, so yeah, <laughs> if you, if you worked for my company, if you're a supervisor, you get a pay raise, but there'll also be survey systems to where the candidate and the supervisor get to kind of discuss how things are going and, and rate and get that. Maintained. But I mean, it all kind of just boils down to the fact that, you know, you said doctors, kind of do things for the money. Um, I think it's, in my opinion, just the fact that people don't take mental health that seriously here. Um, you can go and be a doctor and have zero people skills whatsoever um, and work with people all day, every day. Um, I have a, a best friend is working as a nurse and she has more people skills than a lot of the doctors that she works around. Um, it's just one of those things where we have to start taking mental health seriously or nothing's really going to change. I absolutely agree. Um, I think another question I had for you was, what was the point in your life where you felt like it was almost your rock bottom that propelled you to where you are today? Like, What, what motivates you to keep pushing even through all of this? <sighs> this is going to sound weird, but this weird feeling that everything has always worked out before and so it's going to continue to work out in the end. Um, my rock bottom was probably during graduate school while I was doing the unpaid internship uh, and I was all the way out in Edmond um, and I live in Moore so it was about a 45 minute drive to Deer Creek. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I had to go there two days out of the week um, in my rinky-dink car that was broken down multiple times. And um, I drove back from graduate school, I think, at the time, and my car started, like, setting on fire. Um, <laughs> I was like, dear God, like, I don't have any money in savings. I have no money to take care of this car. I don't know what I'm going to do. My car is on fire. <laughs> And so I'm pulled over on the side of the road, just in tears, bawling, and like somebody screaming at me on the side of the highway, like, your car's on fire. I'm like, yeah, no duh. <laughs> State the obvious. <laughs> and so I have to call the police, and the police like go and make sure my car's not going to explode, and it gets towed. Um, it ended up having to basically just go and get my car completely like taken in. 
um, to a shop and they were like, there's nothing we can do. Like we'd have to replace such and such and it's going to be like $2,000. And I'm like, I don't have $2,000. <laughs> and luckily I have family that allowed me to use their extra car so that I could drive to and from um, work and internship and things like that. Now, here's where I hit rock bottom. It gets worse. <laughs> so That's not even the worst part. <laughs> no. Oh, so I went to my internship and I had to have a meeting with my supervisor at the time. And she was basically telling me that I wasn't doing enough as far as um, being present for my clients there because of the times that my car would have issues and I couldn't show up, which was only, I think, maybe two days of the entire internship. One, when my car was on fire, and two, my car literally stopped working and I couldn't drive to the school. I, I was at the facility and I couldn't drive to school because my car wouldn't start. And at that moment, I just broke down, like in the office, bawling, just, I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> like, I just, like, what am I supposed to do? Just poof and make my car work? Like, yeah. I don't <laughs> And so it was this whole thing, and, like, she was really kind and understanding about it, but I was still ticked off. Absolutely. Like, I was like, you didn't even have to bring anything up. Like, <laughs> but at that moment, I feel like I had my first depressive episode. Um, I was living with family at the time because I couldn't afford to live on my own. And it was just, it was rough. It was a hard time. I don't doubt that one a bit. A couple mozzarella sticks later, we are back. It's like in the I Am Athlete, except where we have mozzarella sticks and not fancy food. Shout out to I Am Athlete because uh, <laughs> they do great things. Um, so, how much longer do you have these candidates? Mm. So. Luckily for me, I work a 40 hour week job. And so I will hopefully be done with candidacy by June of this year. Well, congratulations. Thank you. I know that it's been a long and overdue ride. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to say the least. So for somebody that let's say he's in school, whether it be high school, college, maybe they're working some nine-to-five job somewhere, still trying to figure out what they want to do with their life, and mental health comes across their mind, what would you say to them? Ooh. Um, I would say it's a good idea to have a solid support system behind you before you get started. Um, it's hard to do this stuff alone. Um, you're going to have to do unpaid work. You're going to have to work in underpaid situations for a little bit. So if you have family that's very supportive or a partner that's going to help and support you, that's really the, your best bet there. It's doable. <laughs> it is doable. It's just a pain in the butt. I mean, I even had family. I'm not married or anything, but that was something that <laughs> these mozzarella sticks slap. <laughs> that they do. That they do. 
Um, that was something that a lot of people that I went to graduate school with did have with partners and things like that. So they could um, not work and go to school and just kind of focus on school while their partner took care of things, which I don't regret my path of doing things, but but it was nice. <laughs> um, and then going from that to the candidacy program where it also would not hurt, which honestly, I wonder if since counseling is a female dominated situation, if like the reason that it's so difficult for single people is because it's a female dominated area and it's meant for women that have husbands that can take care of them. Could very well be. There's still a lot of industrial area or industrial era practices that go on today. That would suck because um, we need to keep up with the times. Single women are out here getting master's degrees. Getting their bag. <laughs> getting in their motherfucking bag. But yeah. Not to mention they're doing a great service for people. Like I don't know if y'all have ever had a therapist or seen a therapist. Highly recommend it. But Sydney is dope. She is phenomenal at what she does, and I'm excited to see what the future holds for her. And speaking of the future, if you had to see yourself in five years through a looking glass, what do you think you would see? Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. Owning my own private practice. Having a few candidates of my own. Um, I don't want to interrupt you, but let's change that to I will, because you're going to do that <laughs> I will yes. have yes, my, own, yes, my own private practice with a few supervisees, right. um, connecting with a lot of the supervisors and people from my past that I know do great work. Um, I will, I don't know, I keep growing and being a more confident version of myself. Okay. Maybe married with kids. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's not a one-sided decision. <laughs> I never said it was. But I think those are great goals. I think those are great things to work towards. Especially with, you know, there being an entire life outside of work that so many people... I feel like have to neglect nowadays just to be able to live, have a place to put their head down at night. Yeah. Well, now let's have uh, a couple more, more fun questions before we wrap things up. Um, All right, lots of roll stick ready. Let's go. Are we ready now? Yeah. Question number one: Pancakes, waffles, waffles, waffles. <laughs> If you could be any superhero, who would you be? Iron Man. Why? <laughs> because he's the best superhero ever. That's Major Cap. Mm -mm. Major Cap. Mm -mm. I'm even talking about what's his face, Captain America. It's just. First of all, who, there's no other better superhero than him. <laughs> who do you think is better? <laughs> Let's see. There's Batman, there's Dark Seed, 
uh, Superman. There's Superman is not better than Iron Man. Superman is whoop better Iron Man. Superman is a goody two shoes, just like Captain America. Not anywhere near as cool as Iron Man. And yet Captain America is still beat them. Okay, they had to make it that way. So that Iron Man didn't kill Bucky. Duh. I'm just saying, Iron Man's goat. Petting <laughs> zoo? What are you doing? <laughs> no. Greatest of all time. Um, okay. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? I've gone back on this many a times. There's part of me that wanted to have like super healing power back in the day. But then at the same time, I was like, ma'am, nobody would ever leave me alone because they find out that I can heal you. And like all these people that like misuse their bodies, they're like, oh, it's fine. I can just like do whatever I want to my body. And then, then I could just travel across the country to this girl and she's going to heal me. But I'm pretty sure like force fields, like force fields would probably be my, my go-to. Talking about being a, a super introvert, you got your own personal bubble. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you think about it, I live in Tornado Alley. So like, boom, tornado, force field all across Oklahoma. I think you could probably save a couple dollars on insurance that way. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, you might want to look into that and start making some some force fields. You might want to get more on your Bruce Banner side and start putting that nerd brain to use. <laughs> well. Or I mean, if Tony Stark's so great, you know, you could. He would. He would. Yeah. More than Batman. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. <laughs> um. If you could travel anywhere in the world, but could only take three things, what would it be? What would the three things be? Uh -huh. And where? I would probably travel to Venice, Italy, because it's beautiful there, and I've always wanted to go. Okay. Um, and the three things that I would probably take with me, how long am I staying? How long you got? It depends on how long I'm staying. Stay a month. Oh shoot, I can only take three things? Yep. Including clothes. I mean, you could, you could decent. So, like, could an outfit count as one thing? Because I can always do laundry. Like, it would suck, but, like, I could always do that. Well, it's not focused so much on, like, clothes. Just things that you would like to bring with you that will be considered uh, non-necessities, accessories, or the fun stuff. Those are fun things that I would take with me. Uh, some sort of camera or something to take pictures. Would that be phone or like a regular like camera? Because duh, duh. Um, <laughs> I have to take my bonnet because if not, my hair is gonna be a frizzy mess. Or a sub pillow, one of the two. Gotta keep the thing on you, you know. Yeah. Gotta keep the curls looking right. Uh oh, my glasses. Hundred percent. Because if I can't see everything, then it's pointless. Yeah, I mean, nobody wants to be blind in Venice. Yeah, exactly. There you go. It's just Sydney Fogel, blind in Venice. Here's your book right there. When a lot of places didn't see sh I can see it, it's just blurry. 
the same thing. No. You might as well have like a 1930s TV. <laughs> you just slap it a couple times and it'll get its act together for a couple minutes. Maybe. Well, I just want to thank you for your time and your, you know, your story, telling us about you, what you do, and what you're going to become. And I want to thank everybody for tuning in today, hopefully taking this little bit of inspiration, this story time, and taking that to do bigger and better things than they probably thought was possible. Taking this information and really doubling down on what they had planned before, because everything is always just bulletproof in their plan until you know the the boots get strapped up they hit the ground running and then all of a sudden plan a's gone plan b's gone you're looking at c like i don't even know if i can make it and what i want to say is if you don't know how to get to the end goal focus on what your next step is and do that do that all the way up until you get there because if you focus on the end zone, the end goal, way too much, you're never going to make it. You're going to get tripped up over your own feet. So take it one day at a time, one step at a time, one big breadstick at a time if you need it. So thank you so much, Sydney. I I got a couple little dogs here that are trying to eat my mozzarella sticks. So uh, we're just going to wrap up here. This is the War Ready Podcast. Growth is art. Bye. We're like a little dog. <laughs> <laughs> Oh! Oh! Alright, good one!